Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And you're about to Get Jumped. Welcome to Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to. But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we've got a special episode coming to you from Anime Central. Yes, Anime Central 2019 is where this episode was recorded from, so stick around and we're going to jump in. Okay. We are back here at Anime Central, and we are sitting with another voice actor. Would you mind introducing yourself? Hey, guys. My name is Brittany Karbowski. Awesome. And Brittany, um, would you please inform our listeners about some of the parts that you have done? Oh, yes. Um, I am Wendy and Fairy Tale, Pride and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Cami and My Hero Academia, Rimuru in that time I got reincarnated as a slime, Nanachi and Maiden Abyss, Karen Ijo and Review Starlight. Um, Makoto Misaka in Index and Railgun series. I've done over almost over 400 roles. And most importantly, Black Star. And Black Star and Soul, and Soul Eater. Eater. Yes, I can't believe I just forgot that. Shame on me. Black Star would hate me right now. We are we are covering Soul Eater right now, and I was just like, oh my god, we get to meet the person that like wrote on the Plays. side of the board. Yeah. We were just like, look at me. Writes Black Star on yes! the board. Okay, that's my favorite part of the whole show. The bloody booger. <laughs> the bloody booger. It is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, we we love Soul Eater. We were so excited that you were going to be here. Heck yes. You yeah, said that's our he's, favorite character. Black Star's a shit, but I love him. Like, he's a shit in the best way. Like, like a yeah. lovable little shit. Exactly. Like a brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. annoying, but you love him. So how did you get your start? Uh, so, let's see. A long time. 14 years ago. Uh, and so, no, 20 years ago, I started doing professional theater, okay. um, and mostly musical theater. I did a couple uh, plays, but mostly I was into musical theater, because I like to, I used to sing before all the voices. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was Janet in the Rocky Horror Show. Oh, awesome. And, yes, it was directed by Chris Ayers, okay. um, who, uh, I don't know if y'all know, he's Frieza in Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Um, so it's directed by him. Uh, it was a swing cast, and so that means that the roles would change. Um, and uh, so that was there was Chris Patton in there. There was uh, Monica Rial. She was Eddie Doctor Scott. Uh, and there was Greg Ayers. Oh, Greg Ayers, Chris Ayers, Chris Patton, Monica Rial. I'm trying to make sure I'm saying everybody. Uh, and Mariella Ortiz. So back in the day, they all worked for ADV Films. And Matt Greenfield, one of the founders of ADV F- Films, came to see it with his wife at the time, Tiffany Grant, which was the lead in Evangelion. And they came to see it. They watched the show. And afterwards, they were like, we want you to come in. And I was like, oh, cool. Are we going to sing? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I went in. And uh, Matt was like, you know, I'm just going to bring you straight to this the bad scene. Because pretty much, like, if I wasn't good enough to do all the stuff, he wasn't going to have me do all the stuff. So he was like, I'm just going to take you straight here. It was in dance. And he was like, scream like you're getting stabbed to death. Go. And I did. And he liked it. And from that point... It was, I did a bunch of bit parts, and I would do Walla here and there, and then uh, my first big role, or bigger role, was Fuko and Gilgamesh, and my first lead role was Alba and Jinky Extend, and then uh, I started working at Funimation some years later, after waiting for a while on that open audition list. Oh. <laughs> yeah, as a working actor, just so that everybody who's upset about that, you know, it took a while, um, and then I was, uh, I did My and My Santa and Nina and Save Me Lollipop very close together. We called My Santa Panty Claws. <laughs> so if you guys have ever seen that. I remember one of the lines in it that the guy says is, oh, you really are Santa, and you really do have big boobs. I was like, yep, that's the that's show. classic anime right there. Yeah, yeah. panty claws. So that's awesome. So we actually talked to a lot of people here who had a background in theater. 
none of them, I think, mentioned a background in musical theater. So I want to know, as somebody who's really in touch with their vocal instrument from before voice acting to now, what's different? What did you have to change to switch from belting on stage to making voices for the screen? Um, the amount of vocal rest you have to do is a lot more. Okay. Uh, a lot more. Uh, and it's just because you, it's also the fact that you go to cons in the weekends and then you're, it's the amount of moisture you're letting out of your mouth as you talk. Yeah. And so it dries it out. Uh, I find with musical theater, you, you did a lot of rehearsals, but you would mark stuff and you wouldn't, so you wouldn't be constantly using your instrument like, like at the top of the top. Yeah. So, um, now you go in, you record, you're using, you're screaming, you're, you're using it as rough as you can. And so there's a lot more vocal rest that goes into it. A lot more water. I have to actually sleep. You know that kind of stuff. That's difficult. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know, man. I know. Cons are hard because you want to hang out with everybody, but you're also like, I need to talk so I can work next week. How how integrated into your con schedule is the work? I mean, do you have to be at work tomorrow in a different part of the country? That's very. That's usually common, especially when I was recording Green Room. Because we just wrapped the first season, or this season. Uh, but uh, I remember I would go to a con, and then the Monday after I would fly home, and then I would drive to Dallas the Monday after. It's a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Uh, and then I would work and record for as many hours as I had. Sometimes it would be 12-hour days. Um, and then I would drive back. So, And then I would go to a con the next weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it was also Sentai and... Uh, and Funimation at the time. So I would drive to Funimation and come back, and then work in Houston the next day, and then I'd have a day off, and then I would go out again so it was it was great it's the best it's the best kind of busy what is what's the shape of a 12 hour day of voice acting um I mean it depends on the show but a lot of times you end up kind of finishing early or something like that so you'll have spaces you know in between it um and they make sure to give you a nice lunch break or like breaks in between that you know they don't work you like a like like mad or anything they take care of you they want you to be healthy and happy um so they always let you chill um but you know, it like I said, it's 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 like the best problem to have, right? It's like the most rewarding problem to have. Right. So I would rather be doing that than doing nothing. Yeah. That's wild though. Like I I haven't heard that schedule really be talked about other than being like like uh, my wife and I both worked in theater for a long time too, and like hearing ten out of twelves is like, oh yeah, that's a real thing in apparently all of the industry. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's hard to put it together. So you you have a really like happy energy is that because you're at the con is that how you are in general I think that's how I am in general okay. mostly um, <laughs> I'm just a bubbly happy person how does the do, do the cons like feed into that like is there yeah I yes. don't want you to like shit talk the cons I guess since that's part of your job but like what's the what's the experience of getting to go to those cons and being a celebrity you know it, you know what's funny I never, even though I was always an actor, I never really wanted to be a celebrity. Okay. I never wanted to be on like a magazine or have people take my pictures. I wanted to be able to always live a normal life. Uh, I wanted to be able to have a family. And you can't, it, it, some people can have a, they can do all of it. I can't personally do all of it. Yeah. And what I found with anime is that it was rewarding and that I could have a family um, and not be recognized at the grocery store but still have, you know, be able to come to these things. Um, and, and the actual meeting of the fans is the most rewarding part of the job, even more rewarding than doing it. Um, you go online and you, you're like, I wonder I wonder what how this character was received, and it's nothing but hate. It's just all this negativity and hate. 
And so if you didn't go to a show, you might not ever know anybody cared and it affected anyone in any way. Yeah. So then you get to meet someone and they're like, this was my first anime and it got me into anime and now they love anime because of Blackstar, because of... And that is the most humbling, awesome experience ever. And it's like... I'm, I'm geeking out more than they are when that happens. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's they're like, whoa, really, you're really geeking. That's a really <laughs> cool concept. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. It just proves that the internet was a mistake and we should <laughs> tear it down and start over. At least the comment sections on the internet. I mean, I, mean, I appreciate it, you know, because sometimes, you know, you're like, yeah, I agree. I probably would have done something different, but you don't always have all of the... You know, and, and usually a director has a vision, and you, and you don't know all the vision. They know all the pieces. You have a little piece. So then you see it put together, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't make everybody happy. You can be the juiciest peach in the world, and somebody doesn't like peaches, you know? So yeah. it doesn't matter. That's a really good metaphor, too. Yeah. Was there a time when you had something go very right, where you were like, you made a choice, and maybe there were comments against it, or, or you just, like, second-guessed yourself, and then you were like, no, I really nailed that. Um, I remember when Rimuru first came out, a lot of people were upset because they said that he sounded feminine. Um, but uh, it was like that they had only seen the first episode and they hadn't done the research and that he was a sexless slime. Um, and that if he uh, sounded like a male, then he wouldn't be sexless. If he sounded like totally female, he wouldn't be sexless. So we, in, in the Japanese, the seiyu, she sounds kind of in between. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, either a tomboy female, or like, you know what I mean? Just sort of in between. She sounds sexless. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we were going for. Um, and I think that at first I was like, man, should I have done this? Should I have, like, oh, it should have sounded more like Migi or this or that. But Migi is a parasite that has no emotion or personality. Rimuru has emotion, has feelings. Um, so I didn't think that they should sound the same. And at first I was like, man, maybe I should have done some different stuff. But then afterwards I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stand by this because he, it, he is sexless. Or they are sexless. And um, he's, it's a slime. It's not a human. Right. Um, and when he takes out a human form, he, he looks a lot like Shizu, so he's female. You know? When he's in that form. Interesting. But as he dies, he's a male. But if you think about Rimuru with an adult male voice. Yeah. That might be a bit off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what they did. That's not what the Japanese say you did. Yeah, it's like coming up with like good casting directing choices. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, well, I would really. I wish we could talk about Black Star for the whole time, uh, but I think we're coming up on time. Do you have any other questions, Spencer? Not off the top of my head. Not awesome. enough yeah. time. You want a you want a quick uh, Black Star anecdote? Oh yes. Oh my God. Yes. Please. Whenever I would record for Black Star, it was my first boy character. When I auditioned for him, I thought that it was a mistake that they attached him on the sides because I had never played a boy and I did the craziest thing that I could think of. Right? I was just like, like just crazy. I just thought I would make Zach laugh. That's it. I just was gonna make him laugh. And then when I booked it, I was freaked out. So the whole time I'm driving up to Dallas, and I got my windows down, and I'm like talking to myself, like, yeah, yeah, I'm a boy. Yeah. And like, there's people next to me, like the whole time. Yeah, it was crazy. And then when I went to record, I kept squatting underneath the mic because I imagined he had really heavy balls. I don't know why, but I just imagined like low center of gravity, really heavy balls. So I was just getting lower and lower and lower, and they'd be like, stop squatting. So they kept having to readjust. But yeah. That's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking yes. the time to talk to us. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks all. again. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions. With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level six sound wizard. Level up. Our podcast is ad free and we want to keep it that way. If you want to keep it that way too, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B and S Get Jumped. 
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Blake and Spencer get jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash get jumped. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New episodes come out every Sunday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.